Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh with Asia Frazier, brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh. I'm your host, Asia Frazier, and today I'm with the beautiful Carrie Dickey. This podcast is brought to you by by Reach For It, where persistence is key. So tell me how you're feeling today, Ms. Carrie. I'm excited. I'm really excited to be here with you. I'm excited to, um, I don't know, I'm just enjoying that the spring weather vibe is coming on. Oh, finally, finally. Okay, and what made you smile today? What made me smile today? What made me smile today was that last night I was able to uh, give one of my pieces of art to somebody who it was not a gift, but like it was, it was for them and just to see their expressions on their face when they received it. I woke up this morning feeling good. So that is the sweetest thing. So since we were talking about your paintings, how did you get into painting? Well, I went to Salem College in 2000. I graduated, but I went to Salem in college and I was a trained oil painter uh, studying mm-hmm. under Kim Barnado. Um, but I guess other than college work, when I was first in, uh, I think it was middle school, I lived in Monroe, Georgia, and there was a, a recreation park department program they put on that allowed um, people like me, anybody, to come take classes. And I took a class in art, and it was a really old lady. Sorry to say that. She really was, though. But she was passionate about art, and she just loved life, and she made me come alive. Um, and ever since then, I didn't really think that was going to be my life, but ever since that point, she kind of invested in me and made me want to 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 see things differently. To She made me feel that I was beautiful by what I could do and also that there was beauty in the world. Oh, wow, that is that's amazing. That's so sweet. So what, is an, what does artistry mean to you? Artistry. Hmm. I think for me, artistry is the, is the ability to see beauty in things and to capture those moments and express it to somebody else. Um, and beauty can not just, not just the prettiest stuff, not just the, um, what you say, oh, that's so lovely. I mean, it's not that kind of just moments. It's even the beauty and the sadness or the beauty and pain, um, beauty in each of us, because each of us have such wonderful, we're all here for a purpose. We have reason. There's a purpose in our lives. There's a, um, we've been called for a moment. And so if we can, so artistry to me is each of us living our lives to our fullest and seeing that beauty in whatever aspect of our lives that we're living. Oh, and how do you think you see the world differently? How do I see the world differently? I try to stop and not just pass things by. I try to stop and just actually look and be. Um, A friend, I was thanking him this past weekend. Um, He has a good way of just stopping and being present in a room. Um, He may not say a lot, but just even sometimes he just says, why? Or tell me more. And I just think there's something so big about that. And I hope that when I create art or create anything for somebody that I've had that moment to stop, I've had the moment to be with them and be present and to really hear them and listen to them and to acknowledge who they are and their value. Wow, I love that. I love that. And what kind of things do you enjoy creating? 
since we're talking about art, I love making paintings. Um, I did a little bit of drawing a long time ago. Um, I still can draw, but I, I especially love paintings. I love um, expressive marks. I love trying to make things. Um, I, I was trained in oil painting and oil painting has this whole look and style to it. And I don't have the ventilation to do that. That stuff is makes can make you high. Um, <laughs> Um, so I, I paint in acrylics and I really love just taking the acrylics and saying, how far can I push this paint to do what I was trained to do in oils? Um, how can I make it, uh, express a texture, express a mark, express a feeling, um, not just through a paintbrush, but through mm -hmm. things like aluminum foil or, um, a sprayer mm -hmm. hose outside or, um, I was playing with saran wrap the other day. Let me tell you that paints really well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, so amazing to me. But you can just like pick up anything and just make something of it. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, it's a random. Well, I guess I think I have something in a refrigerator I can cover up. Like, no, and you're like, let me go make something. I love that. I love seriously, that. Seriously, in college, my um, art professor that I loved, Kim Barnardo, she was like, you know what, guys, it's not about the tools you have. He says, a, a, a true artist, a true person who cares about expressing what they feel or what they see about them can pick up a stick and can draw in the mud and can make something that's so valuable that's so precious so it's not about the tools it's really about the expression the mark right and how does art speak to you oh i love art um you'll probably find, oftentimes you find me i'm the one that gets in trouble at the art museum because i'm like up close looking at something because i i I like to take something in as a whole, um, but I also like to look, I'm looking at a couple of paintings as we talk and I, I like to go up close. What, what was, what was in the moment? Um, I, I, I love just studying how colors play against each other. I love studying the layers of paint, um, imagining even what that person who was creating the piece of art was feeling or experiencing at the time. Um, it's just a magical moment for me. Oh. And what, what is the hardest part about being an artist? <laughs> First thing that comes to mind is selling my art. Um, <laughs> I would so much more prefer to give things away than I do to sell things. And so I, I would much rather, if I could like make a living by not selling, <laughs> I'd probably much rather prefer that. I love make, making pieces, but I love being able to, to just say, hey, I made this special for you. And it's not about that that moment of selling. Um, I also have, am challenged by the fact that I, I doubt myself sometimes. Like, is this really, is this really what I, I felt it was going to be? Is this really what I put into it? Um, we all doubt ourselves though, I think. Very true. Very true. Um, especially in an art form. I think we are some of the strongest doubters about ourselves. That is so true. Cause I feel like sometimes your mind just kind of takes over logic like your creative part takes over logic and you just start thinking of these scenarios that you know not not really going to happen and you know you can push through certain things but sometimes it's like wow do I really want to get over this today oh yeah and how do you refocus yourself when you're trying to create something uh refocus myself so life can be really distracting things can come and go um throughout the day you can think you have this moment and then you lose that moment um it's really literally about <laughs> putting on my paint clothes 
and having my paint clothes on and saying, today I will. Um, and I've noticed a couple of days in a row, I'll be like, okay, well, today I will didn't happen. So I'm not washing that <laughs> outfit until I have my today I will. And I will wake up the next morning and I'll put it back on <laughs> and I'll have another today I will. Um, so it's literally encouraging myself to not give mm -hmm. up. I love that. I love that. And does music, when you are painting, does music get you in the right tone? Or do you like, I don't know. What what do you like? I'm trying to think of what some things that people do. I know I know music is like my main thing. When oh, yeah. I'm trying to do something, I'm like, okay. If I want to, let's see, memorize the script. Let me listen to some music to get in the right headspace first and then go in and like try to memorize something. Right, right. Um, it really depends upon what I'm trying to create. Uh, some pieces of the art are really more um, emotional based. And those kind of pieces, I really, I almost have to be in an empty space. Like my mind has to be clear because I have to really be listening to my inside, my, <laughs> um, but some pieces, uh, I went through a phase about ooh, three years ago that all I could paint were birds. I am enthralled by birds. Um, and so I almost had to be not outside, but just like, what makes me feel like a bird, but makes me feel free. And so it was that kind of music, that kind of sounds, that's kind of things around me that made me connect with them. Right, right. So tell me about birds. Like, why do, you, why do you connect with birds so much? Oh, they're so beautiful. Um, I love birds because you can literally, well, first of all, they're absolutely gorgeous. They each have their own song and they're, they're willing to sing it. Like they never give up. They always are, they always sing and they're true to themselves. I was even, uh, catbirds and, um, I can't even remember what the other one is, mockingbirds, that's it. They they mock other people, but their order of how they're mocking the other songs has become their own song. And so each of them have their own individual voice. And I love that. But if you listen as a whole, if you can pick them out, that's great, but you can also listen as a whole and it's like a symphony outside. So, I mean, that's what life should be. That's how people should be. Um, we should be a symphony singing and working together but i also like birds because um i got into this really bad habit that i was going to go and do everything and if i couldn't get it done i'd stay up in the middle of the night i'll keep going keep going keep going i noticed this thing and i had this motto it was called do the bird and do the bird meant um a bird gets up in the morning it gets up bright and early it does what it has to do it knows its job but if it gets to the end of the day it sings its nighttime song and it goes to bed it sleeps through the night. And so my motto was do the bird because I wanted to be able to be like a bird that was free. And it knew what its job was, but it had its moments of rest, its moments of um, just time where it just like looks at the rest of the world, but then moments of um, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be active. Like the bird will build its nest and just like, it's just so invested in that moment of that project. So do the bird, there you go. I love that. And I love how something people deem as so simple could hold so much value to you. I, I love it. You can, oh, it's just so profound. I love it. I love it. Um, of course, what is a favorite piece that you have done? A favorite piece. I finished a piece last week. Um, that was very special to me. It was a piece about, um, joy and uh, i've always been amused by the word joy and how joy and happiness are oftentimes considered to be the same thing but they're really not the same thing mm -hmm. um there's a lot of 
there's a big difference in those two words. And so I, I worked on a piece of art that I actually gave to my daughter. Um, and it was a piece of art about joy. And let me see if I can get the actual word for you. It's joy, joy, I had it down here, joy unspeakable. Um, and just, I was, I was kind of blown away by that moment. And I was like, what does that look like? I couldn't even grasp it. And I said, I've got to paint this because I can't figure out what does joy and speak will mean. Um, and it was really special for me because as I went through it, the painting has a lot of layers on it. Um, and it helped me kind of feel through painting it, how that you can have joy in uh, sadness and in pain. And you can have joy in um, like, even when you, sometimes you have joy and then it brings tears. Like, so just like the depth of what joy actually means. Um, I also kind of discovered that it was kind of cool that the paint colors that you originally would, I would originally at least think of would be vibrant and bright. But as I got into it, I had to turn those back because I felt like joy was uh, a little bit more um, subdued colors. They're not as, mm. to me, just, wow, that's joyful. You know what I mean? Um, and then I also thought that the marks were pretty much, I taught preschool a, a long time ago when I first started my career and I taught preschool art specifically and the kids, they never make pretty marks. I mean, if you look at, literally people would can look at their marks and say, they're not pretty, but they are pretty. And what's so pretty about them is that they are not worried about making them perfect. What they're worried about is what, what is the mark? What did I learn from that moment, from that scratch of that paintbrush on the paper or from my hand slapping it down and like the paint. Um, and so I figured out that to, for me, joy was those fresh marks like the, the kids make. Um, it was the marks of that. Um, they were overworked. They, they were raw. Oh, so. I, oh my gosh, I'm gaining so much wisdom from you right now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you be doing if you couldn't paint? What do I be doing? Well, I love a lot of other things and I've done a lot of other work. Um, I'm also, uh, an, I went to school for art, but I've predominantly worked as a, a marketer and as a designer. Um, I... Yeah, so I really, I've spent most of my life, honestly, doing those things. And only just now am I getting back into painting. And let me tell you, it's so refreshing to be back painting. Um, otherwise, what else do I love doing? I, I'm a, a mom and a wife, and I love being those two things. I love being a part of a family unit. I love um, investing in each other. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else I would and I love long walks. That's probably another thing about me. If I weren't painting, I just love to be outside. I, I love to to look and watch and listen. And no matter how many times you can walk around the same block, you can always find something different. So how does art, how can you incorporate art with those everyday tasks, like being a mom or taking your long walks? Yeah, actually, that's a really great thing. My daughter herself is an uh, artist, but she does more um, theatrical stuff. And so it's been kind of neat to say when she hits a wall or hits a challenge or has a, even an exciting moment, I'm like, I can parallel the two together. Like I can understand, even though it's not my sweet spot or my field. Um, I, I, I think you can, I don't know. It's just like you're, you're creating together. And it's kind of neat because I feel like she can, she can bounce ideas off of me and I, vice versa. Like the two of us can, can really work well together because of that. 
Likewise, my husband is a landscape architect. He doesn't do landscaping, but he's a landscape architect. And I can, even though it's a different field than me, I can still like work together with him because we can take our art forms and appreciate each other for what we do. Right. So what do you do if you have, um, I guess, writer's blog, but artist blog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I had one of those recently. I it was actually for the painting I mentioned at the beginning of the of the the show here. I I had wanted to. I had this painting for this this group of these husband and wife, and um, I owed it to them almost a month now. And I had a Rogers block per se. Um, what I had originally kind of wanted to do for them and was creating for them wasn't coming at all. And so literally I had to stop and wait. And that's hard because I think as artists, we want to always be doing and making, but having to stop and wait, I had to wait until it was right. So. So with all that being said, how would you like to influence your community? Mm, How would I like to influence my community? I love to be able to listen to others, to learn other stories, and to help others see their own beauty. I love to, um, bring hopefully light and sunshine to others, um, so that they, they can know how special they are and how much they're loved. Because oftentimes I think we forget how important we are, that we have value, that we have worth that we are loved and so i hope through all my artwork and through my life with my family and just through even walks and a smile with somebody that they know that they're cherished that they do have purpose and how has covid affected you and your painting oh it's been hard initially i guess like just the trying to buy materials Apparently, everybody decided they wanted to be artists during COVID. <laughs> so trying to find a canvas has been like the worst thing in the world. Um, uh, so that was really hard initially. I'm not sure who was an artist out there. Apparently, everybody. Everybody. I'm a culprit. I know. I bought them. <laughs> You're one of them. <laughs> no, I love that people are painting, but that was really the, probably been the toughest thing. Um, now materials are coming back, which has been great. Um, but for me, actually, it actually, it made me feel like I had the ability to express again. And so even though it was hard to get stuff, it was really great to be able to, because you couldn't go, you couldn't do, you can, I mean, literally you're kind of stuck. So I had the moment of almost a forced, okay, re refind your, your passion, rediscover yourself. Right. Wow. Maybe this has been such, I feel like I'm in the Renaissance era right now. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, who has been your go-to person since quarantine? Oh, my go-to. Can I have two of them? Of course. It has to be my husband and my daughter. I mean, literally, they've been my go-to people. They, initially in quarantine, we were like all 
trying to figure out how we're going to live together and work together and do school together and be together and not kill each other and eat together and breathe together. And it wasn't going well. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, but ultimately we discovered, we're noticing at the end of last year, we're like, wow, we've really become a tight family unit. And so what was super challenging has really brought us together. And we now, it's not like a perfect world or anything, but we're now able to admire each for who we are and appreciate each of us um, and what we bring to the table, what we bring to our family and what we as a family bring to others. And so they're my go-to people. Well, I just want to thank you. I just, I feel so refreshed. I am <laughs> I feel like I'm glowing right now from you. Actually, are <laughs> I can? <laughs> You've got a great smile. <laughs> so much, but I I really do I really do appreciate you. I learned like really taking a step back, le- looking at simple things, and seeing their value and ha- what I can take from it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can look at a bird and get all of that. From- <laughs> I realized I got a lot more work that I need to do. So, so thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate being here with you. Of course. And where can people find your work? On my website. Um, and it's just my name. So it's www.carrie.com. Guys, look I'm very positive. I've looked at some before I came on. Amazing. Beautiful. I love it. No, no. Thank you. <laughs> well, guys, that, that was all. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time.